Oh hi. I don't have any song lyrics or dumb quotes or references to make here. I just want to say. That Worf is great. Isn't Worf great? I think Worf is great. This episode is a great example of Worf being great. Just don't ask me to have any opinions about Zial and Garak. It's time for the rules of acquisition. Hello, and welcome to the rules of acquisition, a podcast where we are going through every single episode of Star Trek Deep Space Nine, the uh, show with the best two-parters in all of Star Trek. <laughs> sure. Because we're on a good one now. Anyways, my name is Wade Bowen. With me, as always, is James Nolan. Hey, guys. And Hugh Crawford. Good evening. Good evening. And, yeah, we're doing an episode, part two of a thing. We had Purgatory's Shadow or something, and now we're by Inferno's Light. Yes, we are. Yeah, we certainly are. Yep, this is uh, episode 15 of season five. It originally aired February 17th, 1997. And it is the second part of two parts. Uh, the IMDb description just says the station readies for a Dominion attack. Worf and Garrick meet some unexpected friends in a Dominion prison camp. They they already met those friends. Um, I'm going to pause it. They met those friends last episode. Yeah, they met them last well, basically, this was just the, the second half of the second act mm-hmm. and the third act of one story, so it's not a lot you could say. I'm going to posit that this episode has the greatest disparity between the quality of the episode and the quality of the title of the episode. Oh, boy. Because By Inferno's Light is the dumbest bunch of, like, fucking word salad nonsense that, like, I've ever yeah, heard. Yeah, I mean, you it's... Are, you might be right, but there's a lot of them that could give it... Yeah. Take any... Yeah. There's a lot... It's yeah. it's a two parter, so they picked a pretentious sounding title for the first one, and they're yes. oh, Purgatory Shadow. Okay, it's like Purgatory Death, I guess, and Inferno. It's hell and it's light. And you're right, it doesn't really mean shit about the episode. It just sounds grandiose and like deep, man. Yeah. Yeah, and I looked, and I don't think it's a reference to anything. So it's not like it's pulled from some sort of Shakespeare quote or some bullshit. No, it's like a dark. The darkness and the light was an episode we had a few episodes ago. That was a title that mm-hmm. just sounded like ooh deep for a serial killer story, I guess. And this is like, oh, I liked that shadow and light kind of angle to a title. Oh, why don't we do this two parter? We'll have shadow in one of them and in the second part it'll have light and then we'll sprinkle some Dante onto it yeah and Dante is people love them literary illusions right so let's just do, lame. go with it's that the lamest yeah. fucking title. it doesn't it's not this episode's fucking amazing this episode's fucking amazing and this title it's like it's the one thing it's like the the yeah, yeah it's kind of weak sauce so yeah starting right out James you've been saying about how this is your favorite wharf shit oh, yeah. ever yeah yeah i i will say that i think this is by far i'm rewatching it i i said that the, i've personally loved this episode the most i've said that several times mm-hmm. uh and rewatching it for this week i i think that holds uh wharf's wharf is like this is my favorite wharf thing i love this 
Um, I do think that it works really, really, really well and is really tight. It's like a culmination of like a like an interesting sort of battle. Like I think it's really, really great. I think this is a high watermark for the show. Yeah, I agree. And I yeah. I, I like everything about it. Even Bashir, double Bashirs, man. Yeah, and Bashir's <laughs> pretty good in this. We do a lot of shit talking of Bashir. I thought the double Bashir was fine. I thought his yeah, they yeah. use it to some to, to some interesting effect. Yeah, and like the the grizzled, kind of worn out, tired prisoner of war Bashir. Mm-hmm. It's well played. It's not too like I mean he's he's portraying the kind of bedraggled thing without overselling it, like you might expect him to do, given how he's been in early seasons and stuff. But yeah. he's doing a good job. I felt. I mean, I think he picked on a, he picked an affect <laughs> that worked. He was not you know he's kind of an affect speak and say yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and this was just kind of uh, landed on one that worked for the episode. He to me. just he just got lucky that if you do enough affects, <laughs> you're gonna find one that works. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Well, he yes. found two: one for prisoner of war, POW Bashir, and then, uh. and another affect for changeling Bashir, right? Yes, yes. He did. Yeah, they were very similar. I do think that if someone was going to attack me on my wharf, uh, I mean, they could say that, like, oh, you just like seeing wharf be Cool Hand Luke. And I'm like, yes, I would have liked more of that. Yeah. If Worf had to keep Garrick's spirits up by eating 50 eggs, that would have made me happy. That would have been, that would have been awesome. But no, it's about two characters who are under the worst circumstances pushing themselves beyond their personal limits. That's mm-hmm. that's what it was. Yeah. And yes. it just seems like Worf really, this is a guy who is constantly being held back his warrior spirit for two different TV shows have been held back <laughs> or kept in check to some degree, some degree. Yes. And for the first time ever in the history of Star Trek, you're able to see his, him just go balls out with his mm-hmm. warrior spirit. Right, yeah. And he's got a hype man to do it. Which Martok. He does. Yes. He does. He has, yes. He has a bird. Just, like how, like half of it is just how big Martok's boner is for war. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was glorious. There's like, five <laughs> matches in a, on the <laughs> and then seven and oh my god they're gonna sing songs <laughs> <laughs> yes right and he gets so wrapped up and he even and he says he promises to include fucking Bashir in some of those songs for keeping him alive <laughs> yeah yeah you'll get a mention yes. in the songs and then and then Garrick and like I think that like my feelings towards Andrew Robinson has always been he's talented uh-huh. and he came in they cast him in the second episode and he came in fucking talented and so he set Garrick up and like basically not that he's been coasting, but that like it wasn't like Dax, who was like atrocious the first <laughs> two seasons. And it wasn't like that where like and then you build up to something. It was just kind of like Garrick. And so you get kind of used to Andrew Robinson oh, yeah. performing at a high level. Yeah. Yeah. But now but this episode, he really did push it to where you see all of this. Like it's not just performative. Like, let me get all of my thoughts here. Um you know, because everything's a lie with him, mm-hmm. so it is performative even in the context of the show. He's playing characters within characters. Right. And then this was great where he was just like, oh, no, I'm fucking claustrophobic <laughs> yeah. and I've got daddy issues and leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> right. They strip him down of all the, <laughs> yes. all the pretexts yeah, he and he's in front of him all the time. just like a manic sort of raw person. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I like I liked that. And, and not in the same way that they did on The Wire. I mean, it was... Yeah. yeah, it was a little better than the wire. Yeah, I, I yeah, I fair. The wire was 
good in that like we were kind of digging ourselves out of the seasons where things were not good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it, now it, we're It was good for early episodes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but no, I mean I um I guess we I, I guess we should talk about it. Like I, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. From a TikTok It opens of... up with, you know, the Majel Barrett. The opening is the stuff that James talked about last podcast where they go to <laughs> the, the thing wormhole. that should have been the last beats of yeah. the celebrity yeah the james for, james confused the two episodes and they all ran together for him which is fine <laughs> because because shouldn't shouldn't the preview or the cold open on this one been the last scenes of the last well, episode the, even if they had to run a little over oh well, are we talking about the ducat turn yes probably but this is a syndicated show they couldn't run over so they had to yeah. they had to just move it over to the cold mm-hmm. open the next season yeah Ducat's evil yeah right they show up the yeah the wormholes goat seed uh they point that out I, we're not a podcast that gives a shit about the start ships but these are different Jim Hadar ships than we've seen earlier I feel like there's two different. The Jim, Jim Hadar have a two year lease on on. They have, they get the upgrade. <laughs> there's the June bug looking ships, and then there's these more kind of. There's another type I think, stacked on didn't top. Did you see both? You saw both. Didn't you see yes. both. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But who gives a shit? It's just ships. But well, since I found a hobby shop that sells all the these models, maybe I'll start looking into it. <laughs> okay. Uh, wow. Yeah, and and the big thing, the cold open is Ducat's an asshole. And the fleet runs off to Cardassia, and they're like, "Oh, wait, there's one ship following them. It's Ducat." And he's like, "I'm not follow. I'm not going after him. I'm just I'm joining them." <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm not a. I'm not a hero here. No. You and I on the same side. It never seemed quite right, did it? And she's like, "Light that motherfucker up!" And I'm like, "Sorry, it's too late. He's gone." <laughs> Well, at least I don't have to worry about him trying to get my puss anymore. I think that's <laughs> right. what he was thinking. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I guess, yeah, the big fucking, like, I guess that's the biggest thing that so far have happened in the series is that the Cardassians have now joined with the Dominion and the Dominion War is now afoot. Yes. All this all this time we've spent with Ducat and... Now, wait a minute. When did, when did we sign the, re-sign the Kittimer Accords with the Klingons? I, 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 15 minutes from now. Was that at the end of last episode? or is No, it, that was or, this episode. No. That, that has not happened not yet. Now. See, they all blurred the one together as one episode to me. So yeah. I it's, one, it's one, okay, it's not a two-parter. It's a one-parter sure. that was part of, that was longer than normal. <laughs> yeah. And so it feels weird because there's no, like, where the reveals and the bumps and continuity would happen. This seems like it's just all big reveals. Like, last week was all set up and all, it wasn't like a full two-act structure. It was like a weird... Yeah, sort of hodgepodge yeah. and so it feels different so it's hard to like forget like all of this stuff where things happen as great as this episode is it's hard for us to <laughs> yeah we're, we're not giving it to its due because we're we're too worried about retreading old shit <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there's a lot of important things that happen how many people do you think have watched in purgatory shadow and just said that was enough. <laughs> yeah, was I would like to meet. I would, I would. I honestly, I would like to meet that person. <laughs> I would like to know what that person's deal is. I sat down to watch one episode of a show, and I did that. What's so weird about that? <laughs> and and I what? Yeah, yeah. So they come out. Garrick has now, or Cardassia has now formed. You do have. Back to the veracity of the visions that Cisco was having in the episode where everybody, oh, yeah. Wade, and every fan wants to fight me on this. I wasn't fighting you on that. I had I was, He had vision the visions were authentic. I never said they weren't. 
<laughs> I just feel like I'm just still said he was acting like a drugged up high person, and he was, but he was right. Sure, yes. his ayahuasca trip was legit. Mm-hmm. He had his. <laughs> he saw the vision of this, mm-hmm. and then it was paid off. Yeah, the look, and then they'll pay it off again later. One of his other things will, will be pay off at the end yeah. of the season. I'm, yeah, they 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 know what they're doing on the show. <laughs> at this point, they do. Yeah, yeah. And so maybe do you think? Oh, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on one of these. I haven't done one of these dumbass, unfounded like <laughs> conspiracy theories since the first or second season. Do you think that like maybe Iris Stephen Bear knew how to manipulate Rick Berman to where basically he could do whatever he wanted to as long as he let Rick Berman name the show? <laughs> you think these shitty titles are a Berman affair? <laughs> these shitty titles are like a devil's compromise. <laughs> like, I get the show done I want, but you've got, you know, it's, uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, that, that would that would make me laugh. That would fit. If that was what was going on. That would explain a lot. Yes. I feel like they've just got a, a court board for, full of titles at the beginning of the season. and Like, we don't know where we're going yet, but just we have to have these titles, so just throw shit up there oh yeah they start with the title what do you think okay so we've got inferno's yeah uh, what is it called by inferno's light up there what do you think that means mm. i don't know yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe something's fixed by a small light uh maybe somebody <laughs> needs light to fix something you know and then they work backwards so you're saying that they did the episode's canon film style where they come up with like a poster yes. first <laughs> yeah 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 right. <laughs> give me charles bronson and put hard executive <laughs> on like, the front and we'll take that to con we'll sell it and then we'll make the movie <laughs> yeah yeah um so they're joining their uh, yeah after the cold open we're back on asteroid 371 or whatever for the pow scenes mm-hmm. we get a vorta mm-hmm. uh deus the vorta comes shows up and oh yeah he's got older he's, vorta yeah can, can i ask my question sure do we have a real good reason for why the dominion doesn't kill their prisoners um they I might get why they're keeping Worf alive for practice well i think the thing is you never know when it's somebody's going to be useful yeah. That's it, because they're impersonating a bunch of people. Yeah, yeah. So, like, if uh, Changeling Bashir is on the station and, like, needs some information to, like, continue to be Bashir, yeah. he could probably phone home and then get some information from prisoner Bashir. Right. So if somebody says, you know what question you missed on your bo- exam boards? <laughs> right. And he's yeah, like, yeah. fuck, I don't know. Yeah. And then they got a call back. <laughs> he's like, I got to go to the bathroom. And right. then he goes and makes a phone call to prison planet and, and gets the answer. <laughs> right. And it, it's hubris on the Dominion's part where they're like, okay, if we kill this person, then their use of us is at an end. But we have this, we, we, are so great and so powerful. We can keep them here, and we don't. They're never gonna s- escape. We're not. That's not an option that we're thinking of because we're so badass. So we might as well keep them around in case their usefulness pops up later on. Okay. Because there is a point where they're like, you know, at the end of the episode, they're like, "Where's that Cardassian? We're we're gonna execute him." Oh yeah, yeah. So like his usefulness is at an end, so they're just gonna wipe him out. Well, they're gonna execute him because like that's like a like Ducat wants it to right? cement the yeah. to cement the relationship with Ducat. Yeah. So do we have a good reason for why they leave the runabout floating around? That um, is called plot armor, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, apparently later on in the episode where Luther Sloan is introduced. They explain it away. Okay. But like, I don't, but at this really? Point, they bother to do that, huh? I'll be damned. Yeah, I think it, like, because I think it, you know, it's a plot hole and, you know, the nerds hate 
plot holes. It's true. So, <laughs> yeah, I think this come up a lot. And then in sixth season, they were like, fuck it. We have to explain it somehow. <laughs> yeah, because they got tractor beamed and taken here. Why would the runabout? That's yeah, sure. It's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> so that was the, the Jim and Dar wouldn't do that. But it, the, you got to get them off there. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. You can't kill all five of your major characters. Yeah. What you, this isn't Game of Thrones. So <laughs> right. First two seasons of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, we get Ducat. We get the Cardassian scenes of Ducat giving the uh, big speech to all the Cardassians. And my, my oldest son's birthday is in five days. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And soon there will be no Klingon left or no Maquis colonies. And Cardassia will be made whole again. Everything that we lost, we're going to take back. And... You know, the bringing up his son, I guess, is to contrast that he's has no daughter anymore. Yeah, and that's also the son. I mean, because the first episode where the Ducat face turn starts happening, and I guess it happens a little bit in the Ma- Maquis yeah. part two. And, but in the Thomas Riker mutton chop paint, uh, spirit gum about his son. Right. I'm missing my son's birthday and the cat's in the cradle and the silver spoon. And Where he goes to Cisco, he said, and Cisco said, your your son would be proud that you're fighting for Cardassia or something. My son knows that I, I have bowed down to the Federation today because of something I couldn't do. He's disappointed in me. Yeah, yeah. It would be fun if later on in the, the season it just comes out that Ducat doesn't have a kid. <laughs> he's making it. It's, it's, he's either he's making just, it up to manipulate <laughs> people or it's a who's afraid of Virginia <laughs> Wolf type situation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And Kira is like, oh, I got a valve too. I'm going to kill that motherfucker the next time I see him. And I'm like, nah, will you? <laughs> but it turns out you don't. So do we want to start talking? Do we want to re uh, start talking about Zial now? Oh yeah, I stand by my position on. I rewatched parts of last episode and this episode. They definitely have not fucked because they fucked the hug he gives her at the end of this episode. Yeah, that is, that is a pretty that is a the way that she's touching the him. The way a woman does not hug a man like that unless she's fucking. No, I, I, way, no, she could want to fuck totally him. Wrong she could want to. Yes, exactly. She could want then, to. Okay. Oh, 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 and, oh, and oh. I go back and, to last. Oh, 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 wait, 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 wait. I got the kryptonite to y'all's fucking the, bullshit. You're totally wrong on this. Is that we see a scene. With Garrick completely by himself, no one else around. Yeah. And he's talking about how much he's got to get back because, to that sweet Because puss. he's, no, no. Because of what? He's bearding for no one? Why? Because he cares about her. He's not heartless. I go, no, okay, let me, okay. I went back and. He cares wh- about a lot of people, I, but he talked about, but hey, he was talking about her maybe sweet Maybe he puss. needs to get back so he could bone her for the first time. I, I went back, I watched the last episode scenes where he's talking to her, and she's, she's boning after him. She's like, Garrick, why do you always make a joke out of it, and why won't you let me get close to you? And he's like, oh, because I feel bad because you're being uh, misguided. Like, I care about you, and I'm lonely, but I, I take it's that, misguided I take, because I'm gay. I think it, I, that, that, that whole conversation. I think I take that exact thing that you just said. I take that as a him, like, he fucks her, and then in the morning he goes, hey, they got really good breakfast down, down there if you want to go. No, especially <laughs> in this episode at the end when she comes back and he she hugs him. He's like, oh, he has clearly not touched her that intimately before, and he is awkward about it. So any semblance of any idea to me, for me, you can have your own opinions. That's fine. But for me, any ideas that they had been sexually intimate, I agree. I think they're moving. They were moving the ball down the field towards that sort of intimacy, sexual intimacy. Sure. That, sure. That she wants. 
I don't think that it was. If this a, was any two, yeah, I, any, I, I, was, I, any two other characters, you would think they were fucking. Yeah, because other two characters would I, do it differently. Would would it would? I'm would, saying I'm I'm saying it's written the same as if Riker and no, a fucking cast and another. It's and a, really not written the same. It's not written the same. But, he just read a whole scene that you could you could. I'm saying that he's yes. I would say that you has merit, but he's talking by himself in this episode. He uses the power of his of her pussy to compel him to live. No, no, no. I, even in even in that scene, I noted when the scene you're talking about in this episode, I saw it. it and you know, again, your readings, you're entitled to it. But I had a totally different reading of it. I did too. I never thought that it was because he was getting such sweet, sweet puss back on the station that he had to get back. I thought it was because yeah. he didn't want, he couldn't bear the disappointment of the one person that believed in him. Exactly. After having nobody else left, but I didn't think it was. <laughs> yeah, he says in that scene where he's talking to himself. No, I have to get back to ZL. Because I promised, because that poor girl has suffered enough. That's not something you say about somebody you're fucking. <laughs> yeah, because he just found out Ducat. He just found out Ducat uh, sold out Cardassia to the Dominion, and she's back on the. St- you know. Yeah. She's that's that's what that's referencing. Yeah, and he he talks to her as a young girl, like she's naive all the time, and. I don't know. It just to me. I mean, I'm sure Woody Allen did the Sung Yi too, so I mean that doesn't exactly this is help. Fair you. enough. So yeah, <laughs> but Garrick's so much more likable than Woody Allen. I I don't blame James for wanting to see the fucking in between the lines. I, I don't, it's not that I want to see it. I just think that it's there. I don't blame you for wanting to see it either, but I do not see it. I got a different reading. I don't see. I don't see it. I don't see I it. I think either. you guys are. are I are, really I think don't. You guys are not wanting to see it. <laughs> no. But that scene, we're we are rehashing an old argument. That's just a matter of. When, yeah. when the fact of the matter is we we're not talking about an early scene that was pretty fucking great when they're in the prison camp and all the Cardassian and the Jim Madar goes, all right, all the Cardassians step forward. Yeah, yeah. All right, you, you can go <laughs> <Yeah>. home. And, <laughs> and he's like, I'm Cardassian. It's like, no, not you. And now you, motherfucker, <laughs> you're staying. Yeah, you can, you can get your <laughs> <laughs> and then, but there was this little look that... Uh, Garrick looked back at Bashir as if he was asking for permission to go on. <laughs> oh, and yeah. Bashir gave him that little nod and mm-hmm. said, yeah, go, go, get the fuck out of here, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah seriously, you're like, you're our help, man. Go, go, come on. <laughs> and for a minute, as an audience member, you think that because that exchange happens that Garrick is going to make it, that he's going to get off. Yeah, yeah. And then you're hit with that cruel reality that, nope. You're the you are the sworn enemy of the new guy in charge, <laughs> and he says your ass is gonna stay on this rock. Yeah, yeah, that was a good scene. It was a good scene. Yeah. It was a good scene. Yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah, and then when does Worf start? Worf shortly starts beating shit out of Jim. Oh Adar, yeah, right? yeah. Then yeah. the guy comes up and is like, "It's time," and Worf is like, "Yeah, let's fucking do this. <laughs> let's fuck a mother." <laughs> yeah, <gasps> I thought I was fighting it call or whatever. I was like, "Oh no, you're fighting the sh- scrub," but. You know, it's fine. Yeah. They explain the rules of the game or match or you have to touch the thing when you get up for reasons. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have. Yeah. You have to hit the little buzzer. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and the first one, he just whoops his ass. I don't even think he takes a hit, does he? No, he does. He takes a hit. Or my, the first thing he does is take a hit and then he kicks the guy's ass. Oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, you can. T- I'll let you get a few hits in to figure out your moves and then I'm going to beat the shit out of you, basically. Like the New England Patriots. They got to see what your playbook's like before <laughs> exactly, they develop yeah. a defense against it. And then, yeah. yeah, he, um, and so he smoked the motherfucker and then. Yeah. Garrett crawls into the wall and, you know, he says, 
oh, it's it's much hotter in here than I thought. And I was like, well, I thought Cardassians were good with heat. It must be really hot in there. Yeah. Uh, he comes out and Bashir won't let him stay in longer. Like, your pulse is racing and your blood pressure, I don't know. And Yeah, so so he's a legitimate, like, and I guess that there's a little backstory, right? I can, with with the, Garrick and why he's claustrophobic. Oh, yeah, he's he goes in there a while and then the light goes out and he loses his shit and... And he's talking to us. Oh no, no, no! It's not like Zenkethi. Yeah, yeah. Like the Zenkethi, which at the end of one of the seasons they go to Zenkethi space and we never see him. But there was Zenkethi wars that Cisco talks about, and apparently Garrick had a bad experience on Zenketh because he's like, it's not like that. The walls aren't going to collapse on you, and there's oxygen here. You're going to be okay. But mm. apparently that's why he's gotten this. He's claustrophobic, and that's where it comes from. Yeah. And uh, Andrew Robinson is actually claustrophobic and oh. used used that. He, he, uh, it was some method acting going on there. Oh, that's unfortunate. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yes. And he said it was he said it was pretty shitty to film that that day. And then so he used that energy. Right. Uh, and um, and he does like I mean, you know, you do see Garrick fail for a good chunk of the episode because of it. I mean, like he's got a. He's got to take naps. Oh, yeah. He's come out and he comes out. He's catatonic, basically. And they're like, shit, we're yeah. fucked. Yeah. And then Worf is like, well, someone else can do it. And Bashir's like, who's going to do it, asshole? It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you're, used to, you're used to it being in the Federation. Ain't no motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Is that Breen going to go do it for you? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's it's already too hot for a Cardassian. What's a cold Breen going to be doing there? Yes. He's just going to sit there politely with his hands on his knees the whole episode and Till he has to go off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then back on Deep Space Nine, the Klingons start showing up and we get Gowron. Ah, yes. Yeah. So they got, I guess, off screen, the Cardassians immediately went to sort of, the Cardassians in Dominion went to just started attacking all of the sort of remaining right. Klingons yeah. nope. in the Cardassian space. No Klingon like, will be left alive in our space, Dukat says. Right? Yes, yes, he does. Yes. Or Maquis. Right. No Maquis colonies left. <laughs> which, uh, which just goes like, I took good. I, t- I helped you out with that one a little bit. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, I don't give a shit. Yeah. You know, that, that's got to be galling is after you, you've crossed a personal red line <laughs> to save a bunch of people that then like stab you in the back, like literally a week later. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah. But anyway. And then Garon's like, yeah, we're going to fortify the Empire and prepare for death. It's like, hey, remember this Kidmer Records? And Garon's like, oh, yes, I'll sign those. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and they have like this, you know, the you think about when the first Kidmer Awards was, you know, and the crew of the Enterprise stood there and stood for a picture that no one took. <laughs> and, like, and, like, there's this big event there. And then, like, now it's like, <laughs> it's it was like, done in, like, it was done in a hallway. Right, and just, I'll just none, need your uh, thumbprint here, Galron. Like, okay, uh, all right. We're good. I guess, the, the, do they not need, do they not need uh, that uh, blue camel guy, the head of the Federation? Do they not need Joe Camel, yeah, President Joe Camel. Do they not need him to, like, sign it, too? I'm sure he's... he's. Or does Cisco have his code? Like, Well, know. we never saw, Cisco didn't give his thumbprint, just Gowron, so on, oh, yeah. back on Earth, I guess, President Joe Camel, on his iPad, yeah. put his thumbprint on, and they just did it. <laughs> He auto signed it through an email system. It was like when you sign, <laughs> right, right. sign for a house over email. Yeah, so they're the Klingons are back. Yeah. so we don't have to like you know we we can like Klingons freely. Yeah, where the tides of fortune take us, no man know can know. And and like yeah. I think in the next scene, isn't it where the where the Romulans show up and 
Um, yeah, um, maybe. Yeah, that does happen a scene or two later. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, because yeah, they're yeah, we're putting the band together to fight the Dominion. Yeah, right. And it really does have this feeling that like I I can see like if you're watching this show in 1996, yeah. I or 1997, whatever. Yeah, I I can see how like you're like oh shit, this is this is the shit. Everybody's coming together. Yeah. This is the shit. This is about to happen. Admiral Gil Hooley's about to show up. He's his task force is less than four light years away. Yes. Which I don't know what warp speeds are like, but that feels like he should be there in two minutes. <laughs> but I Yeah, he he's the he's also the ancestor to the uh to the guy who busted Nancy Kerrigan's knee. Oh, is Gil Hooley a... his name? Galuli? Oh. Galuli? Oh, okay. <laughs> he, I was trying... he descended from him? <laughs> yeah. Is that what yes, you're saying? Yes. Is that yes. canon? I... <laughs> yeah, he's it's canon. Jeff Galuli's. Because I, I wrote it down. I thought it was like, oh, is that an admiral that's not human? Gil Hooley? Gil Hooley? <laughs> G-I-L-H-O-U-L-Y. Well, Nancy Kerrigan thought he was. Uh, yeah. So is that how that guy was? Because... I have no idea. I'm trying to... I can't find <laughs> out where, how it was spelled. I was just like, oh... Finally, an admiral that's not human, because maybe Starfleet's not a racist uh, organization, but uh, maybe it is. Uh, it's spelled all very similar, hmm. but not not the same, but very similar. I mean, he was played by, the Winter Soldier played him in that movie that just came out. Okay. So, yeah. Bucky? Bucky. Bucky. Yeah. But, yeah, so, yeah, and then there's like, oh, there's the changeling they, who they mentioned, like, oh, well, there's a maintenance guy that disappeared when the Dominion showed up. It must be him. And not Bashir is like, yes, that must be him. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that was a weird thing. That um, guy's dead. What was, uh, what's, up, what's up with Kira going, Odo told me, like, Odo's not in this. This is about a Dominion attack, and Odo's not in this this shits at all. Yep. That's a good point. Where the fuck is, yeah. <laughs> it, like, he's not in this episode at all, but, like, there is a scene where she has to relay. So it's like, what what the fuck was going on there? Yeah. You know why he's not in there? It's because you're supposed to assume that Brain is Odo the whole fucking time. Oh. Um, I wish they, I wish that you were to assume that. <laughs> yeah, I wish I had thought of, yeah. The Breen, okay. Uh, wait, we're not, well, I guess we're not there yet, but we'll, like the Breen. Well, got, fuck it. I we got, can get there. Yeah, yeah we'll, like, we'll do it right now. So the Breen, so they come in and march in, they're going to kill Garrick, but Garrick's in the wall. So they're like, where's Garrick? And they're like, I don't, I don't know. know. And then they say, like, well, we found a shiv. <laughs> and they're going to go in and they're, they, hey, I think the shiv opens a panel. And so the Cardassians are going to go, or the the Jimadar are going to go on the panel, and then the Breen just, like, steals one of them's sidearm. Yeah. And smokes a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. and, like, after not doing anything. Like, Chekhov's brain. Other yeah. than being introduced <laughs> in the second act. Right, exactly. Chekhov's brain finally goes off in the third. Right. Yeah. And, and, and so they don't the have a scene act, where right. the Breen survives and then says, like, his motivation. They just killed the Breen. Breen next. don't talk. That's, like, a thing that they yeah. just kind of had. The, the only explanation you get is the Romulan before she gets smoked mm -hmm. it's like uh well there's a saying my people have never turn your back on a brain and i guess that guy did and he got <laughs> vaporized and she's a testament to again for some reason i find romulans attractive and i know most people don't <laughs> you, you like that prince valiant haircut on the women huh well, that woman could kind of i don't know she could get it she could <laughs> really? get it like uh, uh, yeah i don't know she's fine She'll she's no lieutenant commander to rule <laughs> they look devious <laughs> and yeah. I, i'm I'm interested in devious women. It's a flaw. <laughs> but uh, no Lita. Shit. I, yeah. I'm married to the most un, <laughs> un, sure. unmanipulative woman, devious woman. But nonetheless. Uh, I get it. Yeah. 
I don't know. Them Romulan women do it for me. Lead is okay. Lead is good. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I mean, come on. Now. They're they're attractive in different ways, Hugh. Sure. No. Yeah. Different flavors. Yeah. You gotta, yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand, but it's not like you know. You, yeah. Lita is. A, no, <laughs> we wrong. all know what Lita's you a, see in Lita. Lita's a Saturday night Saturday night girl. We're Romulan ladies. Sunday morning brunch. Like you could. <laughs> you, 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 you don't have to leave so fast, Romulan lady. No, I'm I'm done with you. I feel so used. <laughs> no, I, I like how you call her Romulan lady. Listen to that Romulan lady. Romulan you can, uh, Does she have a name? Romulan lady? I, not that I remember. I don't think I would have written it down. I feel because uh, I thought of that when I was watching it. Like she, she ain't got no name. She doesn't. She is. She is coded as Romulan. She's Carrie Stauber. Oh yeah. She's got kind of a long face now. That I'm yeah. At her. But okay. Um, anyway. Yeah. Ducat. They joined the Dominion. Um, oh, and then Ducat calls up Cisco. And is like, you know, I said I was gonna take back everything we lost, right? Uh, that station is a Cardassian station. You remember? And and Cisco was like, oh, really? Because uh. I remember, uh, you know, it was built by slavery and not by like Bajoran slaves built this oh, shit. Oh man, man, <laughs> his that that particular line reading, of, yeah, coming from Avery Brooks is, has got a little bit. Yeah, you just know that it was built with slaves. You, you you know, yeah. that William Shatner wouldn't throw that line up with the same amount of <laughs> verb oh, yeah, as yeah. Avery Brooks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, you coming? You come into kind of like, well, you can just, you know, I'm giving you an out. If you would just join the Dominion, tell Starfleet to join the Dominion. And he's like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm just being a friend to you here, Cisco. I'm I'm going to come take it. It's like, yeah, well, uh, you're welcome to try, asshole. Come by me. Yeah. Uh, are we at the end? Oh, oh and then Worf. Worf has won seven battles and seven victories, and he's gotten all these broken ribs and... Your federation has taught you modesty. Yeah, yeah, that's one of the things I sort of like the most about that that sort of interaction is that you do see that he is like it's 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 what Worf is. It's not that he's not like this whole like sort of is he Klingon or is he like human or it's this weird like this is how it sort of works is that like he's still fully Klingon when shit's when shit's got to get you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. But he doesn't have this sort of toxic arrogance about it on the back end. Yeah, yeah. You know, where where he's, you know, he's like, no, I fucking hurt. I just want to get the fuck out of here. And I <laughs> right. got a girlfriend at home. And she's fucking, she's fucking messing with my radio, my, my stereo <laughs> levels. I know it. Yeah. She's misplaced. My, the CDs are going to be in the wrong jewel case when I get back. <laughs> right. and, and like, and he's just like, he's this very, very like. Yeah, yeah. Like, look, listen, like, this is great. Know, like, like a domestic, domesticated thing. Yeah. Yeah, but like I will I will seek out Kidera himself and tell him of your glorious tale. And he's like, Look, man, that's great, but if we don't get out of here, what the fuck am I fighting for? Yeah. Yeah. And so that was uh that was that was pleasing. Yeah. And the, and the whole thing about the songs. Just Martok's just general broish love. Of yeah, Worf you were, you were so was great. so intoxicating. <laughs> you were so, you're so great. Yeah, yeah. That, and then, you know, Bashir like, oh, send me a copy. I was like, oh, he'll mention you in the song. Then that's when Garrick is like, okay, I'm going back into the wall. And they're like, what? You have a psychological phobia. Because Klingons understand psychology. And then he crawls into the wall and Martok and Worf kind of share like, well, that's a man. This is the one kind of thing in the episode that was kind of, look, I loved it. But it was like when they kind of share a look, like, yes. That is a man 
Where it's he, just, says like a, he says like a Kanye tweet, doesn't he? Yeah, he says yeah, it like, does, yeah. A man's greatest fear is his worst enemy. There's no shit. greater <laughs> enemy to a, than one's own fears. And yes, yes. It takes a brave man to face them, and they all respect the fuck out of Garrick for and being... And the camera tightens on Garrick's pretty, pretty fuck... Garrick has got like this immovable face, because he's got these all made of plastic. <laughs> right. you know, it's all plastic he has a literal, I don't know, immovable <laughs> face. <laughs> but like that like you know because they gave him stringy hair and like he looked paler yeah yeah like his ridges had less definition so it was like he was just he was flush and he just looked like shit you know and he's gonna go do it and it was uh, it was powerful yeah even with the kanye tweet <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> then i guess Worf has to go back out there right and this time it's like they can't find anybody worthy enough to fight him <laughs> right so the he got dick tall so I the, guess the general is, yeah the guy's like fine i'll do yeah. it I'll fight you. And then and the, the Vorta is out there. It's like, just do this shit, all right? What the fuck is this guy? It's like, yeah. Yeah, just... the Vorta, Vorta are great. And they're just, they're like, man, whatever the fucking Jim Hadar, you assholes, just do it. He's Dr. Evil's son. He's Seth Green. And I'm like, <laughs> right. why don't you just kill the motherfucker? <laughs> now I'm going to put him in an easily escapable point. No. And yeah, you have no honor. Mm-hmm. And the Vorta's like, you fight because you're designed this way. And. Not for some barbaric sense of honor like these stupid uh, Klingons and the yeah. Jim Hadar is like, well, you don't understand. And they had the victory is life. Today is a good day to die. And that's when you. So we've met at this point three honorable Jim Hadars, right? At least. Like, yeah. So yeah, yeah. we've yes, seen we more good. Like they're the writers like the Jim Hadar. Yeah. 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 Because. You have the f- the one that's like trying to get all his buddies off of methadone, yeah, right. And then you have the the one that helps them raid the z- ziggurat, <laughs> right. <laughs> and so and so this is like your third one that's like all about nobility, but also like you get to see that the Jimadar, like anything, I guess that's theoretically created without agency. How much they're impressed. Like, I think sometimes white trash Americans like <laughs> Donald Trump because they're like he doesn't have to be white trash. But he is. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> I think that he was raised a billionaire, but he's just trash. Like, like <laughs> but like, I think that there's some of that. Like, he eats McDonald's and KFC and he thinks it's good for him. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> right. But with the Jim Adari, the way that, that Ishtaka, what's the name? Ishtaka or whatever? Ital. Yeah. yeah. Looked at Worf. It was like, you know, he doesn't have to be like me. I'm made this way. Yeah. yeah. And he's not. And he's choosing to be this way. How cool is that? You that's know, baller. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that, that. And so, like the that was great to watch. That was, I don't know. I loved all of the interactions between the Jimadar and yeah, the Klingons yeah, yeah. and stuff. And it is, it's one of those uh, instances of like you get the best interactions in like any sort of character. Like characters and stories have the best interactions when they're the most similar, mm-hmm. you know. And so the Jimadar being basically just you know new Klingons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sort of interesting as a rub between the two. Yeah. Uh, uh, back on the station. Just because we have to get Zial in without Garrick at the end. She's eating asparagus and yamak sauce. And oh, yeah. It's, it's like the only really scene Court gets, but it's pretty good where he's just like, man, it's all the yamak sauce I'm going to have after the... But once the you know, Dominion takes over, this shit's going to suck. And she's like, why? What's the matter? Like, come on, it's Dominion. The Jim Hadar, they don't eat, they don't drink, they don't fuck. <laughs> yeah. The founders, they don't eat, they don't drink, they don't have sex. And Zial is like, you know, maybe the Vorta, you don't know them. Maybe they're alcoholic, gluttonous sex maniacs. And it's like, yeah, maybe they do fuck. Oh, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'll survive this. Time. Yeah. 
And then, like, is the show trying to make Ziel an interesting character? It's trying. It, 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 it spits and sparks. You know, it's like an engine with 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 water in the, in the tank or something. Yeah, right. Like it sputs along. It's trying to go, but it's not. Yeah. It's not going to happen. That's a scene that could super easily go to Odo if they wanted to give Odo a scene. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because it's not like O'Brien does much. O'Brien just, he just me too's everything Cisco says this whole episode. Yeah. He, O'Brien didn't do much. He has one scene where he throws out some oh, explanation yes. of, uh, well, Keiko and Molly and the kid are on Bajor safely and yeah, yeah. and not not Bashir does a pretty good job of being, you know, cordial. I'm oh, obeying dogs. Yeah, he's like, oh, I've got... Because I'm not worried. Right. I've got I've got Deridium darts coming in. We can play some darts. That'll be fun, right? And O'Brien is like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, we're about to be wiped out, man. Fuck off. Like, darts. Who's got time for darts right now? It, it's like he was trying to conform to old, like... Bashir isn't necessarily... He hasn't been a calming influence throughout the the show, right? That's not like Bashir's character, right? Is to be calm in the face of... Mm, he's, he, no. No. The problem with Bashir is that he's always whatever people need him to be in the moment. Yeah. So he's never really something... You know, character is... And you put a character, somebody in any given circumstance and you're like, you know what the character would do. Right. You know? yeah. you don't, and he's never really... Yeah. I mean, with the dart, with the O'Brien scene, it makes sense because... It's not really Bashir, and it's the guy trying to. It's the founder trying to pretend to be the fun-loving friend of everybody, and he kind of plays it wrong in that scene. And but that's Joe Brian's like, what? No, man, come on. Well, that's the thing, I, I guess. But I thought it was like maybe you know by this time you're fully aware that he's a founder and all this shit, and then he's doing all this dirty, dirty business. And he says that about the darts, and it is like a dumb thing to say. Like, it's a dumb thing. Yeah. But it's also like an, oh, you know, it's a sign of confidence in the mission. Or, you yeah, know, it's yeah. trying to show calm in the face of like, I just don't think like, it seemed like maybe the founder was saying that to seem more like Bashir. He was trying to. But they haven't they haven't really established well that that's Bashir's personality for him to try and conform to. I think it was supposed to be a misstep. I think it was too, yeah. Because it's supposed to show that it's the founder's hand a little bit. like Him his, not real, yeah. I think it, his overconfidence. Yeah. And then if that was the case, they should have went full hog and then had O'Brien get it, you know, his radar. Uh, I mean, I think it is weak in the way, you, for the reason you talk about that, Bashir, you could see Bashir making that kind of mistake, though it felt like it was written as the changeling being a mistake. But mm -hmm. if real Bashir did say that, it wouldn't be like that's outside of his character because his character hasn't been established well enough for it to be. Right. Yeah, that's the that's the problem. Yeah. yeah. The problem isn't in the episode. The problem is the five seasons before the episode. <laughs> Guess what yeah. happens yeah. next week? It all changes again. The real Bashir <laughs> gets a nice little quip before they find Garrick, where it's like, yeah. the Jemadar is like, "What is this?" And it's like, "Well, that's either a self-sealing stem bolt or a reverse ratcheting." Rooter. We love the reverse. Uh, we love the Stimbolt uh, reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pe people love the Stimbolts. Also, um, bleep all this out, I guess, if you want, but it seems like Bashir would be more handy on that island or on the in the prison, uh, knowing what we what we find out just next week. Oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> it, but like, yeah. eh, whatever. Yeah. But no, uh, it's uh, it's uh, so uh, back in the fight. Are we back to Warf? Yeah, oh, yeah Warthog's telling Warf to stay down, and he won't. Yes. Won't do it. This is full on 
Cool Hand Luke here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like lines, yeah. lines from Cool Hand Luke. Yeah. Like at some point, the Jim and Dark goes, "Stay down." <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. So, uh, and it leads to uh, it's not the, over. The, He's like, I "Cannot defeat this Klingon. All I can do is kill him, and that no longer holds my interest." It's the greatest. I don't know. That was that's, that's the baddest ass line to me. Oh yeah, I love that line. I love that line. That's a good line. It's good. It's a good line. And, and then uh, the Vorta's like, kill both these motherfuckers. And that just in the nick of time, that's when yep. not only is Garrick programmed the sequencer to teleport them off to the runabout, but it's made the runabout capable of teleporting more than two people at a time. Oh, is that a thing? That's been a thing established. Right. Before. Well, I think it like transported like Garrick right into the driver's seat or some shit. It did. Yeah, they were all like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it, it transported every non-human I guess on the island? No, just the people in the room. Or every non non Dominion personnel. Like is mm, it because all of the Romulans were no went, or whatever, whatever's left and then the Romulans all got vaporized, I think. No, the ladies the lady made it. The, the Romulan lady got smoked. She got smoked. She got killed. Yeah. No, she didn't get smoked because that was no, the last. Yeah, she, she did. Got smoked. She was the oh, one that said killed. the line, don't turn your back on a brie. And then she got smoked. <laughs> she said that before. And then she got smoked. Yeah. She got killed. Yeah. She most definitely got killed. But who who shot her then? Because that was a line that they said. The Jim Hadar fucked her up. But I thought that that, I'm saying that I thought she said that line after everything was smoothed over. All the all the bodies got dropped. And then she Maybe said Maybe the was, there was a male Romulan in there. There was a Romulan. There was, there was a, a Romulan dude. that was there smoked. Was a but male it wasn't. Romulan. Yeah. Maybe it was him. But it wasn't my honey. <laughs> it wasn't James's lady. Okay, uh, it wasn't my lady. Yeah, she's only been in four other things uh, oh, yeah. in her in her life. Her career in Hollywood was short lived. Mm. <laughs> in case everybody was wondering on the podcast, I can't believe that Prince Valiant and haircut didn't get her all the roles. <laughs> didn't get her all the roles. Yeah. Then back on the station, there's Phantom Warp signatures for the whole Dominion fleet. Oh yeah, yeah. You have this whole thing. Yeah, the the Klingons are there. Gil Hooley's there, the Romulans, they see all these Tetrion emissions, they're like, oh shit, and then it's the Romulans, and everybody's, it's like the gang's all here, and then we have a nice, we have a nice effect scene of the runabout taking off, and then they finally get the transmission from the runabout in the Gamma Quadrant from Dr. Bashir. They don't even tell you what the message is, they just get, oh shit, we got a message from Bashir in the Gamma Quadrant, and Cisco's like, what? Mm. Where's Bashir? And they see, and he just sees that Bashir is not on the station. And then Major Barrett's computer voice tells him that the last location of Bashir was on Runabout Pad E. Mm-hmm. And Cisco puts shit together real fast. He's like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, because there's nothing. There's nothing more boring than watching people realize shit you already real. You right. already know. Yeah, <laughs> they, we get the the Julian Bashir uh, ADR with a woman's voice on the Yukon. Oh yeah. Yeah. One of the things that I know that this has been a thing in Star Trek forever, and it's just now noticing it. It's like everything's like could be updated just by putting a fuse in another hole. <laughs> <laughs> like, like all of a sudden Bashir like moves some shit on the panel, and now the runabouts have strong uh, shields. Shields, right? Why He's... haven't the Federation just done that a long time ago? Because it's got Dominion tech on that little magnifying glass thing. I guess it I guess he but it didn't look like he added anything. It looked like he just went into the panel and like No, there was like a circular thing that was on it. Like there was a device that he had put on top of it. Oh maybe. Okay. It's like he just configured like, you know Right. It's like he changed the settings of the Moog synthesizer and all of a sudden it Yeah, we get all these quick zooms on Bashir's face 
that gifts have been made of. Oh yes. <laughs> and then uh and then they have to go uh chase after him because he's going to the heart of the sun to blow up the Bajoran right. sun. He's got trilithium, tecosite, and protomatter on board, which I wonder how many of that stuff is from that episode way back with Fennel in ep- season two, the guy that's going to uh reignite a sun. Oh yeah. Reignite the sun. Terraformer oh, guy. Oh my yeah. god. That had the abu- the abusive relationship with the wife yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, the, the lady in red. That's oh the, yeah, that Cisco didn't fuck, but so also wanted to. Oh man, or did? Yeah, it was, I don't think he fucked her. Back when they didn't know how to write romance at fucking all. Oh, I mean, oh my god, that was horrible. It was bad. She wasn't she like a ghost? She, she was, was like a, a ghost lady or something. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, fent, yeah. fuck all that. Yeah, <laughs> it was bad. That. Fuck that episode. <laughs> fuck it. Sorry, I hell. brought it up. Yeah, no, but yeah, and so, but then though, we do have a callback to Star Trek: The Motion Picture when she's like, "Hit it to warp," and she goes, "We're in a solar system." Oh, yeah. and she's like, "Fucking, it won't be a solar system if we." Don't. That was how they call it, V'ger. It had the warp inside a solar, inside our solar. Right, system. I forgot. So, and then they they trans. Yeah, they don't. I think they call it. Do they call it a, the solar system or a planetary system in the episode? They, they solar system. I think that's that's wrong. There's only one solar. Ours is the solar uh, system. Oh, soul. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so it should just be a planet. We can't do it inside the planetary system, but whatever. I get it. It's forgivable. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've grown. I've grown tired in my old age of fighting the nerd <laughs> corner. I try to stay out of that nerd corner. Oh, yeah. really. <laughs> oh uh, I have a nerd corner for this episode. <laughs> when Worf is fighting all these Jim'Hadars. Why doesn't he just yank their tubes out? Oh, yeah. I, I Maybe that's dishonorable. It's like kicking someone in the nuts. <laughs> I guess. Maybe, yeah. Just like, I was like, just yank their tubes, man. <laughs> but, yeah. mm. but I, I, I like this idea that for some reason, and I think this has been introduced cleverly, and I think this pays off, if I remember correctly, is that even though the Dominion has, has designed the Jimadar to be these perfect killing machines, they can't stop them from like creating a culture around fighting. Yeah, that is ultimately a higher law. You know that like the Jimadar now have like twice defied the Vorta, right? Because it served the higher law of the art of fighting. Like the idea that Worf was not deserving to be put down like a dog, right? Right, and that this guy was going to do what he could to stop that. It's an interesting thing that you can create these characters or these this race to be these sort of perfect mindless fighters, but they're not you they still have to build a community around it and that community sets up like a higher law. Right. And that was interesting to me is that Worf sort of wiggled in like his valiancy. It didn't just buy him time, but like it showed a vert there was a virtue to right, it that, right. that saved his life and saved everybody's life. Which is interesting. I don't know. I like that about it. Didn't it save that, didn't save that Jim Hadar's life because then he got smoked right as they're teleporting. Well, yeah, yeah, but he's willing yeah. to like do what he could, I guess. Right, right. What, what limited he actually could. Yeah. I mean, I, I, if Worf could have talked to Garrick, he would have saved Ishkatana or whatever. <laughs> sure. <laughs> then they would have had to kill him on the runabout. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. And then you have uh, this, it ends with this like great, uh, that part ends with this like great little Worf. Yeah. You know, like. Telling Garrick, you you don't suck. Yeah, he's like, you did a good job. He's like, yeah, yeah so did you. <laughs> good. Yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, this was. It's interesting that after all that happens in this episode, like the spine of this episode is a war is still just a Worf Garrick episode, right? Because it seems like there's so much shit going on. Well, and then the very end, we have a little bit of like 
All right, we're going to reflect on Ducat's character this whole show. Oh, yeah. You know, like, oh, what about your daughter when, you you know, it's like, oh, I don't have a daughter. She made her choice. Mm -hmm. And Cisco's like, man, I thought you changed in those last five years. But nope, you're the same asshole the whole time. I mean, and, and Kira and Zial have a great scene where they're talking to each other about Ducat earlier. And she's like, but you've always hated my father. And I thought he was a good guy. But and Kira's like, look. It doesn't matter what people think about themselves or or what they talk about. What matters is what a person does. Mm-hmm. So that's what, you know, like, I didn't think my father was an evil man. It doesn't matter what you thought. It matters what the guy did. And the guy is a fucking dick, and his actions are those of an asshole. Yeah. You know, even though we've learned to know the guy over these past five years or five seasons or whatever, just knowing somebody, because everybody... Like, I've been told so many times, like, oh, if you just knew him, he wouldn't be such an asshole. It's like, no, he'd still be an asshole. It's just like, you know, <laughs> assholes get likable sometimes. Right. Yeah. And, yeah, one man's villain is another man's hero. Is a Yeah. And everybody wants to think they're, they're parents. You know, you don't have a lot. And, you know, when you're born, you don't, you're not born with a lot. And the only thing you're bar- born with is your parents' virtue. Right. And sometimes you don't want to sort of trash that. Right, right. So... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was you, a, you sold out your whole planet for a monument, and it's like, no, nah, man, I'm gonna make Cardassia strong again. Yeah, yeah. Good boy. He did, yeah, he did. Well, they can say that cleanly, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They said it. Yeah. This is not like when they said it in. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, I mean, this is a pretty great episode, and I mean, this is basically, I mean, start start of the Dominion War. It establishes at this point, it feels like a different show. Maybe. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, like in my memory banks of the rest of the show, it's just it's the Dominion it's War. It's like about. you know, there's tons of war shit, and there's yeah, tons yeah. of status quo thrown. I mean, like things change drastically over a whole episode. You know, there's ten episode story arcs. There's a lot of shit that um, all new sort of. You know, you, it becomes much more of a space opera. Oh yeah, yeah. You think about how much from this point on, where you're. Uh, the Solomon Jens character, the female changeling, becomes mm-hmm. such a such a pivotal character. Damar right. becomes such a like. We get Wei Yun back. We still haven't. Yeah, yeah. We still haven't gotten Wei Yun. Spoilers. Back. Yeah. yeah. And everything just sort of it sort of snowballs into this sort of just giant space opera, and it all kind of starts from this moment. And I, at the time, I was trying to think like if I watched this into that, I would have been mesmerized by the episode, but I would have also been kind of like. Oh, so there's not a lot of, you know, at the end of the episode, it's like, we're fine. And then the next episode, next two episodes, it's not like very heavy about the Jemadar or any of the Dominion stuff. Right. So you kind of start thinking, oh, they just kind of like they're backburnering this after they backburnered the Klingon war last season. Though we have in this episode, we also get like, oh, yeah, we're going to bring Martok on as a regular because... Him and Gowron. Oh, like, yeah, he gets a job. Oh, yeah, a job. they need a liaison on the station, so they yeah. convince. Yeah, and there's going to be a permanent Klingon security force stationed here, too. So, like, well. That's so we right. Get, now, is that, does that go out through the rest of the season? Like, I know that goes yeah. through the duration of the. Yeah. But we get Martok pretty much here on out. Like, congratulations, Martok. You're on Deep yeah, Space yeah. Nine. <laughs> yeah, you're get, you're he doesn't get to play for... on the baseball team or anything. Right. But. He doesn't, but he is, he is in Far Beyond the Stars, though. He's one of the cops, right? Uh, maybe. I with doc, with Yeah, I think you're right. Cop. Yeah. But he doesn't get to go on hologram. He doesn't go into holosuite stuff though, like for all the Oh yeah. He doesn't get to go 
listen to jazz or anything. Right. Oh, oh, oh my God. Right. We do have, we have Vic Fontaine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Lots of stuff to look forward to or not. It seems like in my mind that spanned the whole show. <laughs> right. But I guess it was just the last two it's seasons. It's like the last two seasons. Like, it just felt like <laughs> there's a whole lot of Vic Fontaine. We'll get there. Was yeah. that like, I, I don't know. Like, we'll get there when we get there. But it seems like maybe that was Iris Stephen Bear going like, we need to like, Super have levity. And it felt like maybe Berman's like, we need hollow deck episodes. <laughs> you remember when and Barrett being like, all right, well, let's see if I can try and make it work. Remember when Picard would do Sam's yeah, right? Or what Sam Slade? We or haven't had any Sherlock. It's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Then, all right, fine. Let's see. Let me see what I can do. Oh, let's 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 get <laughs> let's make it about PTSD. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. spoilers. Yeah. I've said too much. There's a lot of good stuff yeah, on yeah, I, yeah, mean, yeah. I, I don't hate Vic Fontaine as much as I, I want to. Right. Yeah, same. <laughs> but we're not there yet. But yeah, yeah no, this is um this is a fucking great episode. That's that's what I'll say. And I love it and I could watch it all the damn time. Yeah. All right. Well, are we at the end of this episode? Did we go over everything? Yes. Anything else? Uh yeah, well, we went over. Oh well, they shoot down. They save. They they don't. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah they, they win. win. <laughs> they win. <laughs> yeah. It turns out that the Dominion wasn't going to sacrifice. It was actually a pretty smart plan. Yeah. The Dominion wasn't going to sacrifice a whole fleet. They were just going to make everybody think that their warp signatures were around, so that they had to call in all the forces, right. and then they were going to blow up the sun. Yeah. And cripple the, the whole getting the gang back together, getting the band together, and everybody's yeah back in action together. The Klingons, Romulans, and everybody that was all a ploy. Because they were going to wipe out the solar system and everybody would be dead. Mm. So it's pretty. I mean, you know, Kira, I guess, saves the day. Yeah. And then you you see the like the, this really romantic sequence of like oh well, of of Zial and <laughs> and the lust between Zial and and, well, and Garrick. You, some of us might see lust. Uh, uh, some of us do not. <laughs> no. I'm just okay. So okay. okay. I don't see so it. Here's I don't either. So you're telling me that yes. at, that she's trying to touch his dick under the table and he's just not into it. Well, not in this moment, but she's she's she, or he's at least reluctant to. Yeah, like, he's like, oh my, oh my goodness. Well, yeah, I mean, he's happy to be back and he's happy to see a friendly face and he likes her, but he's just I'm not, not saying that. I, I'm saying that he views her as a, a simple prop to occupy his time, but still. I, I, th- I see. Know. I don't need. I think he's not. But anyway, you do get to see a legitimately romantic. My point is, you get to see a legitimately romantic sequence between Dax and Worf oh, that yes. I thought was satisfying. Yeah, that that so, was that, and had some and had sizzle. Yes, like that. Was, I will give you that was, Dax and Worf. They fucking <laughs> Dax and Worf have fucked. <laughs> There's some definite vapors there that. Uh, well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But to well, no, they've openly had sex in an episode. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, but all of your, they've written them just the same they, every other episode. Yeah, they're Parmakai, man. They're, they're not. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, no, that's great. Super, super great. Yeah. All right, Wade, your rewatch meter, where, where would you put it? We're at tens on this, right? Rewatch is ten. Yeah. Oh, this is, this all, is ten. All the way yeah. around. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's, go, let's go to the uh, good people of IMDb and see what they think of this episode. What do you guys guess? All right. They Can I think... ask a simple question? Because I can't remember. What was that last week? It was 8.8 8 last time. Okay. So it's got to be higher. Right. It's yeah, satisfying. I was going to go with nine. I'll go with 9.1. It's 8.8 8 again. Damn. What the fuck? You got deked out by the fact that it's basically the same episode as last <laughs> right. week. So everybody <laughs> voted. Well, but I thought everybody likes endings more than Everybody usually. who this... voted last week voted for this one to be exactly like, right. yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah. All right. 
So, all right, all right. Uh, I mean, uh, nines are yeah, pretty high. Yeah, that would, I mean, that is not... 8.8s. Uh, sure, I, yeah, I buy that. Yeah. Next week's episode is um, an, oh, my God, important episode. Um, you meet Bashir's parents. Oh, we've been talking about this reveal. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah like, this is this opens, this unpacks <laughs> uh, the whole Hugh's thing. Hugh's favorite reveal. I have already rewatched it. I have, too. I watched half of it. I was going to be negative about the second episode. I don't think it's... I, I think it works. I, I, I think that I noticed that there was a class right, issue in well, there. Let's class. not unpack it right now, motherfuckers. People will have to come back next week to see whether or not we think it works. Yeah, well, I thought half, yeah. I thought the Lita All stuff right. worked. I, I can't talk we'll about it. <laughs> that's mm. just a taste for what we think works for next week. You People have to tune in next week to see if we think it, <laughs> right. it works or not. Fair point. <laughs> we could go on for another 50 minutes talking about what we thought about that episode. We could just talk. Let's just burn out this episode. <laughs> <laughs> all right um well maybe we should now totally we, just give that to, to the move. fans and just keep going <laughs> like and just like load a four-hour podcast <laughs> oh, you thought we were done we're, deep. we're dump, not you dump that on to them i'm all about dumping a four-hour podcast on them one hour is on uh inferno's light and three of them are on the bitch your parent episode <laughs> <laughs> um yes. Yeah, let's move on to voicemails and emails. What do you think? All right. Um, Sounds great. Yeah. Well, again, we've went long because this episode's the shit, so we might not get to voicemails this week. We're probably going to... Should we do like a whole like voicemail clusterfuck? Like a, like a grand guanal? Of, of just like getting all this stuff out. Yeah. 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 Like just have one big long fucking... Just without... Voicemail yeah, episode. Yeah, because we used to do that when we had... Yeah. Yeah, we could do that. Um, the episodes are getting good, guys. So we, we want to take your calls. Yeah, we want your calls, but like we, this wouldn't not as much as we want to argue about ZL <laughs> yeah. with each other, and then you can call right. in, and then we'll argue about it some so, more. So please give us all your calls about everything, and we'll find a, we we are going to use them. them I promise. Uh, and, and call in with your sexiest Romulan. <laughs> uh, most of you are going to go with Tasha Yar. None of you are going to go with Marina Sirtis. That was oh, not a good oh, no. one. But sexy Romulans, you can give me a we call. Want, we want all your. Star Trek boner jams. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. You know, Ducat, I thought you'd changed in the last five years. I see I was wrong. One man's villain is another man's hero, Captain. All right. We good? Well, what what should we do now? Oh, if well, if people want to give us a call, I guess we should give them the number. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, here's the number. <laughs> I don't know it. <laughs> I'm the only one that knows it because I say it over it's got my area code, uh, 917-408-3898 to give us a call. So do that, please. I promise we'll use them. Probably. <laughs> um, no, but we want to know what you think about everything that we're talking about and and more, whatever. If you want to record a thing, if you're international and you don't want to call us or you just like the sound of your own editing program, uh, record it. Try to keep it under three minutes because that's when the voicemail cuts off. But, you know, at your discretion, if you're t- if you're throwing spit and fire at us. But you can do that at rules of acquisition podcast at Gmail dot com. Uh, you want to support the show? And hear a bunch of other stuff we're talking about that might not even be Star Trek related, be it Dune or other sci-fi or TV or whatever happened in the week that we got to get off our chest. Go to uh, patreon.com slash kickers of elves. Yeah, do that. All right. 
Well, anything else? Is that it for this week? Uh, well, uh, well, apparently there is a there is a genre of fan fiction that's out right now, where girls are writing fan fiction, where the female protagonist is bought by or kidnapped by One Direction as sex slaves. That's a genre on Amazon. So, so One Direction gore novels, basically. Yes, yes. Where they get to be, yeah, or or Patty Hearst, uh-huh. like where One Direction is the Symphony's Liberation <laughs> Army. Zane is telling these ladies to go to Buck. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Or Zane left in One Direction, didn't he? Mm-hmm. And that that was that I was know years ago. Nearly nothing about One Direction. I think there's two members of One Direction oh. at this very moment. I don't. I think maybe this was back when One Direction was all together. <laughs> right. <laughs> what is One Direction? Let us know. All right. Well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, thanks for joining <laughs> yeah. us. All right, well, that, that just killed it. We'll thanks. talk to you next week. Three to beam out. I gotta take, I gotta, I gotta throw these podcasts somewhere. <laughs> I gotta throw it off at the end. Do you know the cunt weasels that run this show have a call in line, where you can express your DS9 wishes and DS9 dreams into their ear holes? They will play them on air and try to be nice to you, because one day they hope to sell you Blue Apron snacks and underwear made out of Modal. The number is 917. 917- 408-3898 that number again is 917-408-3898 you will probably want to talk about how hot Dax and Bashir are that is great these pretentious asses also love it when people say they are wrong so feel free to do that James will probably go off on a knowingly obtuse rant about construction issues or political sophistication we know you love that again 917-408-3898 Did you know that some Deep Space Nine podcasts have more reviews than us on iTunes? Doesn't that piss you off? Please review us on iTunes. We need to feel loved sometimes. All right. Boop. Are we done? Did we beep in it?